back to the Joy of Aquatics. My name is Joy Simons and we are in week five of our top teaching tips. And this week has all been about principles of movement in water. So this is like the science of swimming. How does our body work and how can we implement that into our lessons to get some really good changes in our kids with only maybe making some really minor adjustments. And that's what today's session is all about. Small changes equaling a really big impact. Okay, so what are some of the big things that we can change? Well, head position. We talked earlier this week about the factors that affect buoyancy and we talked about our density, our breath control, our center of gravity and buoyancy, our symmetry and also our shape. But our head is our counterbalance on that top half of our body. So we know that our legs and our hips are really heavy and gravity affects them most because they've got the biggest bones and the biggest muscles. They're very dense. But our head is also heavy and dense and is our counterbalance around our lungs. Now, what's in our lungs? We have our center of buoyancy. That's what wants to keep us afloat. So if our head is up, our legs fall down. If our head is down, our legs come up. We are in fact a giant seesaw in the water because of how our body is designed. So it's really important when we're teaching the kids, we show them the effects of our head position. So if our head is up, where do our legs go kids? Yep goes down. And even with your adult students as well, I know I keep talking about our, our children's students, but this works for your adults as well, guys. I, I haven't taught adults in a really long time, so that's why I keep reverting back to our kids. Um, but that head position is one of those things that can really make a massive difference. And I see this a lot with, again, I'm going to pick on your new teachers. I'm so sorry, but it does take a little bit of time, a little bit of practice. But once you start to see these things and feel these things, the changes become easier to make. It becomes easier to recognize. And I have seen a lot of new teachers will go, well, they need a stronger kick. Actually, no, they don't need a stronger kick. They just need to put their head down. They need to put their chin on their chest and their legs will pop up and they will balance out. So head position can be a really small change to make, but you might get a really big impact in the difference that it makes in that student. Some of the other things that I'll see um, could even be something like floppy feet kicking. So again, it's just a small change, floppy feet, floppy feet, and the propulsion that you'll get out of that can be drastic. Um, some kids though do have really stiff feet. I see this in a lot of kids that run, do a lot of running, a lot of soccer or basketball, um, and they can't point their toes, then yeah, they've got really stiff feet and it can take a bit of time. For those kids, I will I will give them homework. They just need to lay on their tummy with their toes pointed. Just if they're watching TV or they're on the iPad, they just need to lay on their tummy with their toes pointed and watch. That's it. That's all their homework is. But sometimes it's the smallest changes like that that can have the biggest impact on a child in the water. So I just wanted to leave you this week with some, especially that head position one, um, that when we understand our principles of movement in water and we start applying that to our lessons, 
any small change we make that specifically relates to these um, principles of movement in water are going to have great big impacts on our students, which is really cool to see. And it makes teaching so much easier because we don't really need to spend a lot of time explaining things. It's really about how we understand it and how we perceive what we're looking at as to what needs to be fixed. So if we can understand exactly what's happening with the body of our student, and if something's not right, we should be able to make some minor changes here and there to get the adjustments that we need to make things easier for them. So get out there, see what you can see, see if you can make some small changes, and let me know if you do get some really big impact results. I'd love to hear about them. So that concludes week five of our top teaching tip series. Um, next week, we are talking more about behavior. So stay tuned, and I'll chat with you then. Happy swimming. Happy swimming.